Welcome to Member Spotlight here on Business Radio X, broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. Again, Member Spotlight, this is the Gwinnett Chamber monthly radio show. And I'm Mike Salmon, and we've got a full house here today. We've got a couple of guests, and we also have Vince De Silva with the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. Vince is the Senior VP of Membership Services. And, and Vince, I had to think about it this morning as I'm getting ready for the show. It's no longer open for business. We're rebranding the show in 2018. It's Member Spotlight. Why did you decide, hey, let's change the name of it and rebrand ourselves a little bit? Well, that is correct, Mike. I, I think one of the emphasis that we had at the chamber was to focus on the member itself and, and what they're doing in the community and what they're doing for their clients. And so when you really thought about it, we are always open for business in Gwinnett County. So we wanted to put the emphasis back on the member itself. And we got a couple of great members in the studio today. I know you'll be helping me out asking some of the questions as well. And then later in the show, we'll talk more about the chamber. You guys had a great 2017, so we'll talk about that uh, later on in the show. But uh, joining us in the uh, studio today, we have from Synovus, Chris Mixon. He's the market president of Northeast Atlanta. And we're also joined by uh, Chris Santa and Melissa Martin. They're with Atomic Wash, and they are Chairman Club's members. Oh, well, both of our members today, or both of our guests, are Chairman Club members for the Gwinnett Chamber. So we're excited to talk with everybody. And we'll get started with Chris number one, Chris Mixon from Synovus. And uh, good to see you this morning. Good to see you again, Mike. Tell us all about Synovus. Obviously, people are familiar with the name, but tell us about the bank and, and all about the company. Absolutely. Well, for those who may not be familiar with the Synovus name, uh, Synovus is, um, until recently, has been 28 independently branded divisions of one large uh, regional bank uh, in five southeastern states with 250 branches. But in local markets, we've been known by individual trade names. Uh, most recently in Atlanta, we were branded as Bank of North Georgia. Uh, we've been owned by Bank of North Georgia has been owned by Synovus for 20 years this year, in fact. Um, but we're, it, we're really excited about the rebranding to, to one name across our footprint. It's, it is an exciting time. So why the change? Well, we find that our, while our clients really value, value our approach to community banking and our local leadership in local markets, they also seek expanded services from us that we provide. They also value the, um, the ability to bank throughout the Southeast if they are, in fact, throughout the Southeast, and many of our clients are. Uh, so as I mentioned, it, it may be a surprise to some that we are actually in five Southeastern states and have the footprint that we do. Um, because of our commitment to delivering community banking locally. So as we've gone through this brand change, it's been really exciting to see not only our clients respond to our expanded capabilities, but also in the way it's kind of bound our team together in, uh, in ways that, that we have not seen before. So as we're changing things out, bank signs are changing right now. Where are we in the process? In Atlanta, we've just completed our, um, our rebranding of signs. In the footprint, we're about at the third, a third of the way through. We've got 28 divisions, 10 are complete. We're on uh, uh, division number 11 right now, and we'll be complete with the rebranding uh, with the beautiful red Sonova signs by the middle of June, I believe it is, of this year. Okay. So, Chris, a lot of things are changing. What's not changing, though, for the customers? Well, in fact, the probably the two things that are changing are the name that you see on a statement and the name that you see outside the building. What's not changing is anything inside the building or any way that we've been operating for years. As I mentioned, our Atlanta franchise being a great example, 
Uh, we've been owned by Synovus for 20 years. We've been operating as Synovus uh, for all of that time. Every paycheck I've ever received for the past decade has been from Synovus. So I'm thankful that that's not changing. <laughs> um, but, um, but very little's changing in the way we do business, in the way our clients uh, interact with their bankers. It's simply just a, uh, a rebranding to capture all of the various divisions that we have, which puts our mortgage company, our uh, securities company, all under the same umbrella as our banking enterprise. You're in a very volatile industry, or at least last several years, the banking industry has gone through a lot of good news and bad news. You guys have, have come out uh, really looking very good. In fact, uh, I'm looking here at uh, some of the awards, uh, 2017 Most Reputable Bank. And when you think of the, the competition out there, I mean, that's got to be a great honor. Yeah, the, um, it's probably one of the things we're most proud of. Um, in the last two years, we've been rated by the Reputation Institute as one of the most reputable banks in the country. In 2017, we actually took the top spot uh, in that award. But, um, but in 2016, we were number two in, in the country. And um, it's, it's a survey of, of every bank in, in the U.S. and based on feedback from both clients and non-clients. And um, we, were, we were very, very pleased. Of course, our business development team was really pleased to be rated the most reputable bank by non-clients in the country. Absolutely. Congratulations on that. Thank you very much. Well, for our, our listeners that are in the Gwinnett County area, Talk about your locations here. In Gwinnett, we're located in the same, um, same locations that we've been for years, but to, to revisit those, uh, we have a location in Swanee, Buford, Hamilton Mill, and Norcross. So you talk about change, but a lot of change, but a lot of things are still the same. You also have a great team in place. I do want to touch upon some of the local folks you have here because you have people that are familiar with the market, and that makes a difference. We've, we're, we're very proud of the team, particularly, um, we're proud of our entire team, but it, I know the slide you're looking at is particularly focused on our team in Gwinnett. I think what we're most proud of is the people that we attract to our company are engaged in their markets. They've been bankers in those places a long time. Obviously, that helps us with familiarity of, of potential clients and everything else, but it certainly adds to the way we deliver our banking experience to our clients. And we want to reiterate for your customers. There may be a different name at the top of the statement, but they don't have to do anything, correct? They have to do nothing. Uh, in fact, over the last couple of years, we've started to um, rebrand check cards, credit cards, but even account numbers and everything like that are staying exactly the same. So there's nothing that a, a customer has to do in this process at all, except enjoy the brand new red sign. You know, Mike, I want to chime in here. Um, been with the chamber for 11 years and I've had the opportunity to see a lot of banks and and talk to a lot of people. And and one thing I would just want to share with Chris here on the air is that his folks are very much exposed to the community. I, I factually know each one of his people on his team here in Gwinnett. And I can't say that about another bank. I really thought about that long and hard before making that statement. And I cannot say that about another bank, whether it's a regional or a community bank. Thanks, Vince. That's, a, that's a great compliment and um, a great compliment to our team. Yeah, it says a lot about the people. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of banks and financial institutions that serve this area. What for the for that person that's maybe considering I want to maybe make a change with my banking situation, what is it about Synovus that that you feel may maybe makes you different from some of the others? It, well, it, banking is a is a business of money, so it's it's hard to get away from uh from feeling commoditized in that. Uh, but I'm so glad that that we've started and touched on the members of our team being members of the local markets. We really believe it makes a difference to do business with your neighbor. 
I see my clients at the ball fields in the evenings. I see them at church on Sunday. I see them everywhere that I go, and I'm proud to be their banker. And um, and we believe that there is a distinct advantage of of uh, being able to to trust your banker uh, in a way because you see them taking out their garbage to the street corner every night too. You got to take care of them because you can't get away from your customers. Absolutely. Uh, talk about your membership with the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. You guys are chairman club members. Uh, how long have you been members and, and, and how has that relationship benefited Synovus? Vince may be able to um, to call someone to find out how long we've been members. I will just say we've been members for as long as I can remember. Right. And certainly I've been with Synovus for 10 years and can't remember a time uh, of not being plugged in with the Gwinnett Chamber. 17 years. 17 years. So we value our relationship with the chamber um, significantly. Um, it, as Vince mentioned, it's the primary place that my, my folks begin to build their networks and connect their clients to. I think just as important as what we get out of the chamber is having a venue that we can bring clients to, to connect with other members, to help grow their businesses, um, to, to have that network in place to plug them into to grow their businesses. Great. I don't want to, you know, uh, fast forward too much because I know you got a lot on your plate right now with all the changes going on, but what's around the horizon for Synovus? What are some of the other changes we might see in the future? Well, the um, <clears throat> getting through the, the rebranding of our signs um, company-wide is, is a big focus. Um, the changes that are on um, that are ahead for us are really not changes. They're continued execution, and they're they're better execution in that, as our signs suggest, with the other three words on them: banking, lending, and investing. We really want to connect our clients to everything that we do, and we feel there's a great opportunity to expose our clients to more of the services that we're providing than uh, than maybe just the the loan and commercial deposit that they've had with us in the past, but we may be able to connect them to our private wealth services or um, do some estate planning for them or, or things like that. So in fact, when, once we get past this, we hope to change very little and just execute well on what we do. Well, you're going to stay busy just with technology, technology. And you've said you've been with the Synovus for nine years and you've been in the industry probably longer than that, I'm sure. Right. Uh, you've seen a lot of changes in, in technology. I mean, people these days uh, don't even walk into a bank sometimes. We've seen a lot of changes in technology um, that impact particularly our retail channel, but also per, uh, impact all of our channels of delivery. Um, we've invested heavily in, in mobile, and our clients respond well to, to what we do there. One of, one of the things that we're really proud of is that there's not a product or service that, that a competitor offers that, that we don't. Um, there's nothing that, um, that any of our biggest bank competitors can provide from a financial service standpoint. But uh, particularly around mobile, we have enhanced our mobile experience over the past few years and continue to enhance our mobile experience um, simply because it's, it's the way uh, clients choose to bank. Right. We're talking with Chris Mixon, the uh, market president for Northeast Atlanta with Synovus. And, uh, and Chris, that's a, a fancy smancy title you got there. W what does that mean? What does what your job look like day to day? Um, my job functionally is to run a commercial banking team. And I have dotted line responsibility for the branches in that geography. So we're, um, we're connected with a lot of the team. But I've got about 25 people who are very interested in the answer to that question. They would tell you I do nothing. In, <laughs> fact, in fact, a big part of my job is, is doing this, representing our bank uh, in our local markets, uh, but also meeting with our clients, helping to structure uh, financing 
vehicles for them, helping them to figure out how to best answer the needs of, uh, of their business, um, particularly around their growth needs. Great. Well, congratulations on the excited changes, uh, exciting changes going on right now with the bank. For those that would like to look into Synovus, find out more about the bank and consider maybe bringing their business to you, where can they get more information? The best place to get information about the bank is uh, is on our website, which is synovus.com, S-Y-N-O-V-U-S.com. And from there, you can you can guide yourself through any of uh, any of the channels of our of our uh, banking services, retail, commercial, financial management, business planning, anything that we do, uh, you can find um, a link to there. Great. Chris, thank you for your time. Great to see you. Great to see you again. Thanks for having me. All right, before we continue the show here, again, this is Member Spotlight, the monthly Gwinnett Chamber radio show on Business Radio X. We just want to say that we've got some food that was delivered here to the studio by choicestoyou.com. Our friend Tom brought some great food from Twisted Taco, 3433 Lawrenceville, Swanee Road in Swanee. It smells good. Now, the rest of the folks here have not had a chance to have any, although our producer, Trey, is already chowing down. I did have a steak taco before the show. It was awesome. It was excellent. I reap of onions right now, so I apologize to Chris Mixon and to Vince De Silva because they're at this end of the table, so they may be smelling the onions right now, but it was an awesome lunch, and I'm looking forward to getting back to more of it after the show. You can uh, select uh, 21 mouth-watering tacos, sizzling fajitas, signature salads, and many more Amerimex favorites there at Twisted Taco. As far as drinks, they have handcrafted margaritas, 45 beers, 45 tequilas, and a full bar. Vince said before the show, some of the coldest beer you'll find in town. Absolutely the coldest beer on tap. So you know firsthand, it sounds like. I do. <laughs> and and a, it's a fun family environment with plenty of TVs. You can watch your favorite game on the outdoor patios. Or you can dine. You can have cocktails. So it's Twisted Taco, your local authentic Tex-Mex restaurant, 3433 Lawrenceville, Swanee Road in Swanee. And our thanks to choicestoyou.com. If you can't go out to Twisted Taco, go to choicestoyou.com and they will bring the restaurant food to you. They are a delivery service and uh, they have a lot of restaurants, including the uh, Twisted Taco. But uh, thanks to Tom and Choices to You for delivering some delicious food for lunch today. Our next guest on the show, our next guests, that's plural, actually come to us from Atomic Wash. It's Melissa Martin. She's the uh, business development director in uh, Chris Santa. Chris is uh, one of the partners of the company. Uh, Chris and Melissa, welcome to the program. Thank you for having us. Thank you. I'm sure you get this question all the time. People might see your business card or they're here, they hear Atomic Wash. And I know there's a story because I just read about it in the uh, Gwinnett Magazine about where that name came from. Talk about Atomic Wash, what you do, Chris, and then go back and talk about where, you, where the name came from. Well, we're an advertising, marketing, and branding agency, and we're located in Norcross. Uh, where we got the name uh, it goes back to our origin story, really. I was working at a large company. Uh, we were the in-house uh, advertising agency within the company. Um, one of my fellow creative directors over there, uh, he collected all things Americana. The more rusted, the better. And he found a sign at a yard sale that said Atomic Wash. And it's this huge sign. It's shaped like an atomic bomb. It's neon. It blinks. It's loud. When we were getting downsized, he was let go. And um, he said to me, hey, do you want this thing? Because I can't bring it home. My wife is going to kill me. So <laughs> I said, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll put it up in my man cave at my house. And it turns out I was getting laid off too. So that man cave sign turned into the name of the business. Uh, my boss at the time, who is now my business partner, uh, we decided to take the show on the road. 
and we started to get the band back together, basically, uh, and I'm using air quotes there, but getting all our for- former co-workers back together with us to start the studio uh, a little bit at a time. But uh, that's where the name came from, and the sign is prominently hanging in our design studio over in Norcross now. So if you want to stop by and see it and have a cup of coffee with us, come on down. <laughs> it sounds like it's worth coming and seeing that, Absolutely. just, just if, if anything else. So so marketing and, and ad type agency. and Right. How has that role changed for businesses over the years? Have you seen that uh, change over the years? Yeah, yeah, we have. Um, and what's been, been very interesting uh, trend in uh, in our market space is that smaller agencies are getting bigger opportunities. The agency of record model, uh, especially with enterprise clients, uh, it, it's changing. Uh, they have an in-house marketing agency that uh, department that works with agencies, and they're working with smaller agencies. And one of the advantages of that uh, working with an agency, you know, of course, like ours, uh, <laughs> is you're getting fresh thinking. We're very nimble. We're able to respond quickly. Uh, there's not layers of politics involved in us getting work done for you. And we turn things around very quick. And I would think in your business with technology, and I kind of asked uh, the first Chris uh, of Snovis the same question, technology is changing all the time. And you guys got to stay on top of that as well, because, you know, years ago there was no social media. Now I'm sure that's a big major part of what you do. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. And uh, we're expanding that all the time. And I think Melissa can speak to that a little bit better than I can. Sure. So keeping up with technology is a full-time job that all of us take part in. I know for myself, I spend a lot of time, for example, yesterday was the TAG Summit, IoT, Internet of Things. So making sure that we have a presence there and are listening to the keynote speakers, engaging in what's going on, also facilitating partnerships with other people around town, whether that be focusing on augmented reality, virtual reality, what new tools and softwares are going on so that we can implement those for our clients is extremely important. So really it's getting, keeping an ear to the streets, mm-hmm. what I like to say, uh, keeping up with the industry news, reading articles, and really just testing out things. So we have a, a good list of clients that we can offer creative advice to. And when they're ready and willing, we implement new strategies. Well, just like the banking business, there's a lot of marketing companies out there and agencies that do what you guys do. Talk about your philosophy, Chris, and what makes Atomic Wash different. And then I'm going to ask Melissa, you know, how do you take that and go out and find a new business? So let's talk about the philosophy first. Sure. Uh, We really base ourselves on six disciplines of effective communication. This is something that we cooked up back at the shop. But uh, being disruptive, looking at the messaging that we're putting together, does it cut through the clutter? Does it stop you in your tracks? Uh, Engaging, does it hold your attention? Does it create a desire to learn more within the people viewing it? meaningful. Uh, Does it have a serious or important, useful impact? Uh, Memorable, obviously that makes sense. Is it easy to remember? Would you tell others about it? Uh, Authentic, and this is one of the really most important things, is does it come from a genuine and heartfelt place from your brand? Uh, Of course, everything, with all that stuff, we have to make it simple. Distill it down to the most important pieces so you can get this message across quickly and easily. So how do you take that uniqueness, Melissa, and go out and find new businesses that want to do business with Atomic Wash? Chris makes that extremely easy because his work is amazing. <laughs> so I'm blushing over uh, here. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, when you're when you're going out and talking to different prospects, first of all, we don't have a vertical. So we have a lot of experience with different types of industries and specialties. So it's not just coming in working with 
one group of people and having a portfolio of just one type of thing. Um, so when I'm going out and talking to different people, I have a plethora of awesome portfolio pieces that I can show them. And really coming from a consultant advisor standpoint and asking them what's going on in, in your industry, what changes are coming up, what are you facing, what, what's your ideal client, and then going back to the team, brainstorming, having that roundtable session of how can we help them become, a, uh, be different from right. their competitors and surpass their competitors and coming, coming up with a creative and strategic strategy for that client. Uh, it just speaks, it speaks volumes to the prospect and they, they love using us as their outsourced marketing agency. And if, if you're different from your competition, you could say, we don't just talk the talk. We walk the walk. We're different. We're going to show you how you can be different. Exactly. Chris, let's talk about uh, what a company can do uh, to, to, to really connect with their audience and their customer. Maybe give, don't, don't give all the secrets away, but, uh, you know, maybe a couple things that you could point out here on the show. Sure. Um, well, we go through a lot of, you know, there were a bunch of different disciplines that we, you know, we're very multidisciplined here. So, uh, you know, we do print, we do web, we do online marketing, um, and we are very genuine in the messaging that we create for our clients. Um, the uh, consumers right now, they're smarter than they ever have been before. Uh, they don't like being sold to. So brand loyalty is hard to earn. If you're not communicating in an authentic way with your clients, if, if your potential customers, if you, they feel like they're being sold to, it's disingenuous. They're gonna have a more of a volatile reaction negatively against what you're trying to sell them. So the hard sell we're finding isn't really the way to go anymore. It's more about creating a genuine desire in a more organic way. And okay. that, that's where we're getting a lot of traction. On the flip side, what do you find that a lot of businesses do? Maybe one of the biggest branding mistakes that they make? <laughs> well, it's pretty interesting. As I'll tell this as succinctly as possible. Um, so doing work with our clients and definitely mid-size and enterprise level clients, uh, we would go through these branding exercises. So we would be hired as an agency to come in and possibly rename the company or do some uh, rebranding work. Um, you know, Synovus is definitely uh, going through that right now, as we spoke about earlier. We create all these great assets for them. We develop the logo. We develop their mission and vision and values, their sales conversation, uh, print materials, web stuff, uh, videos, everything. So we build all this stuff out and it's all great branding and it's, uh, it, it has a common thread throughout all of it. It's very professional. Uh, when we were at one of our clients and we did this work for them, uh, they said, hey, would you take a look at a presentation? We're going after a big piece of business next week. Could you take a look at the, our, our PowerPoint? And we said, yeah, sure, we'll take a look at it. And it looked like a third grader's art project. So all this great work, we build up this crescendo of brilliant work for them. And then the biggest opportunity they have with a prospect who's giving them like an hour of their time and they're putting the worst possible piece of marketing in front of them to try and close a multi-million dollar deal. <laughs> to us, that was a kismet. You know, this is something we can specialize in. So we helped them out. We tuned up their PowerPoint and made it look like all the other stuff we were doing. And we found more and more as we examined our other clients and new clients that we were bringing on, it was the same thing over and over again. They're depending on salespeople to be graphic designers. They're not graphic designers. They can, they can talk about things really well. 
but they're making these mistakes of having these PowerPoints that are just hideous. They're uh, fractured narrative, you know, a slide from this deck, a slide from that deck, a slide from a deck I used five years ago at another company, all patchwork together, throwing in like a Dilbert cartoon. I mean, it's (laughs) the ridiculous things that we've seen, ugly charts and whatnot. So taking that and not having so much text on a slide going from like corner to corner painted with text it, it, you're not going to sit there and read that. You need bullet points. You need to be able to speak to it very easily, very clearly, appeal them with visuals and have it look like everything else that you're doing in the market space. You're going to come off professional. You're going to come away with them signing on a contract using one of your branded pens that you just gave them. It's funny you say that because just a few weeks ago at the Chairman's Club uh, uh, meeting, uh, Chris Mixon with Snobus, uh, you gave a presentation, you had a little slideshow and yours was actually very good. And you actually joked about it with some humor beforehand saying, you know, because uh, people hear slideshow and the first thing they think, oh, gosh. Yeah. And yours was professionally done as if you had used atomic wash or something. Well, maybe I did. <laughs> what, hold on, what's that? What'd you say, Chris? I said, perhaps I did. Yeah. We, we, oh, we, we, we have a connection here that we weren't aware of. <laughs> uh, I can either confirm or deny. <laughs> there, there, there you go. Obviously, here you're on Member Spotlight. We appreciate you coming in. This is the Gwinnett Chamber Show. Now, you guys are are fairly, correct me if I'm wrong, Vince, fairly new members to yeah, the chamber? Fairly new yeah. member. So, yeah. so you made a conscious decision recently to join the Gwinnett Chamber. Why was that? We really wanted to get more involved with the community. Um, and we've, over the course of our uh, agency life, uh, we've had clients all over the map pretty much. More recently, we've been trying to work a bit more local, just in that we can, A, help our community locally, help out some smaller businesses as well as larger companies that are in the Gwinnett area. You know, we're in this trading zone. Besides that, just the idea of being able to drive down the street and have a conversation with someone rather than uh, having to hop on a plane to do the same thing uh, is very appealing to us. Um, Besides that, we saw what the chamber was doing and the really highly professional job, as opposed to other things I've seen throughout my years in business. We just really wanted to be a part of it because it's very exciting and very energized. And Vince, they became chairman club members. And, and what was, you know, and you're thinking what, what made it them an ideal candidate for a chairman club membership? Well, I think the assortment of, you know, you talked about no particular vertical um, a minute ago. And I think that's the great thing about the chairman's club is that if you would have came in 10 years ago, we were bank heavy, attorney heavy, really anyone that supported real estate. And if you look at where we are today, I mean, fast forward, I've been with the chamber 11 years, it is dramatically different. So mm-hmm. it gives you an opportunity to really touch on all those different facets. But Chris, there is, there's something that I, that I wanted to ask you. You actually uh, located, uh, you're located in Gwinnett. And yes. you, made, you made a concerted uh, decision uh, around, around going to that space. Where right. are you located and, and why? Well, we're located in historic Norcross. Uh, we're in uh, a building. We share the building with, uh, I'll, I'll give a shout out to my buddies downstairs, Paisano's Restaurant. Uh, right. We have the loft space above it. Uh, we're in a building that was built in 1890. Wow. Um, it's been a bunch of things over the years, uh, but ho- hopefully we're, in, we're not the worst thing that was ever in there. <laughs> but um, we chose to go into historic Norcross and to locate ourselves in Gwinnett uh, rather than, like, say, going into town just because we wanted to have some quality of life. Um, you know, I didn't want to spend, like, 15 to 20 hours a week on the road driving to and from work. I'd rather I, – I live in right. Johns Creek. I, you know, I can get there in a couple of minutes, so it's very convenient. Besides that, uh, when we were expanding, because we started out our business working out of the basement of my home, 
And then we stayed there until things got a little weird because there were too many people in my house and my wife would come home from work and there's no parking in the driveway. And <laughs> she'd go in the refrigerator and somebody drank her sweet tea. She's like, you got to get out. So that was the last <laughs> draw. That was the last draw. That, that was, was the last draw. So um, we started looking for office space and we were looking in all these different buildings and it was very corporate and very beige and it wasn't very conducive to creativity. So I happened to go into Norcross with my wife to go have some dinner and uh, get her some sweet tea. Did, did you get a Paisano's? <laughs> uh, yes, we did, actually. And we walked around, and it was such a great environment. The town is fantastic, and the people are very warm and inviting. It was nighttime. The trees were lit up with little twinkly lights. There were streaming music. Everything was great. So I said, we have to get in some place like this. I can't sit, I can't sit in an office building. It's just not me. We, uh, my business partner, Jamie, and I went down to Norcross the following day and started looking around, and so so happens the space that we're in the uh, landlord put up a for rent sign about an hour before we got there. Wow. So it was a, a handshake and a two-page contract, and we've been there ever since, and it's just a fantastic spot, and we just love being in Gwinnett. Wow, great story. You got it before anybody even had a chance to look at it. Yeah, yeah. That's how it works. That's yeah. great. The old guy's stuff was still in the place. They were actually moving it out while we were walking around looking at it. So. It's all about timing. Yeah. Well, Chris, for those that would like to find out more about Atomic Wash, where can they get more information? Atomicwash.com. That's our website. And call me. And yeah, call Melissa. Maybe, yeah, <laughs> Melissa, what, you want to give any contact information for folks that want to you know, talk to you about uh, their, you know, what their needs are? Sure. You can email me at Melissa, M-E-L-I-S-S-A, at AtomicWash.com. Well, Melissa, Chris, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having us. Again, Chris uh, Sano and uh, Melissa Martin with Atomic Wash here on Member Spotlight. And as we uh, get ready to wrap up the show, Vince, I want to talk about the, the Gwinnett Chamber. Uh, you guys uh, have gotten some some great accolades from, from our members here. You are considered one of the top chambers in not just the Southeast, but the entire country. Mm -hmm. And I know you're coming off a phenomenal 2017. Yeah, it was quite something. I mean, I've been with the chamber, like I said, 11 years, and we haven't had a year like we had last year. Uh, we had net membership growth of nearly 260 new members in one year. And you just don't see that in nonprofits uh, and in the membership world anymore that you can grow like that. And a lot of that is is attributed to our membership community. Uh, we had something called a membership blitz, which we've never done before in the uh, the time that I've been there. And I thought that it made sense for us to try to get everybody involved in doing something where people, all of our members could come together for three days. And so over this three-day period, we netted and added uh, over 325 new members in wow. three days. And that's that's just a tribute it's to unheard our, of. It is. It's truly unheard of. And it's a tribute to our membership community. And and in addition to that, you know, we we launched a brand new brand for us, uh, which was Gwinnett Family Fest. And you know, the Gwinnett Family Fest is a community-based event. Yep. For us, uh, that was our first year. And in our first year in our parking lot, we had 3,500 people attend the uh, inaugural Gwinnett Family Fest. Yeah, I think it exceeded everybody's expectations. I mean, it was free. It was. It was a free. It, it is. And, and you know, we're doing the second one here in April, on April 21st, um, and we'd love for everyone to come out. Uh, this year, we have 190 vendors that will be there at the Gwinnett Chamber parking lot. And it's, a, again, a free, a free event. Yeah. Free rides. Bring free parking. Kids. Bring the kids. Bring... Bring the cousins, you know. Bring your appetite. Absolutely. I will tell you, there's a lot of food vendors and there's a lot of good food there that day. But we do have a, a special surprise. We're going to have a member, a cast member of The Walking Dead that will be there. Um, so you'll get an opportunity to meet uh, one of the cast members from The Walking Dead. But we also have, um, 
you know, one of the things that we do there is we're trying to create a community appeal for the nonprofits as well. So we have a dunk tank and every hour during Family Fest, we actually give that time to a nonprofit to actually get up there and have somebody sit in the dunk tank for them and raise money uh, for that nonprofit. Always thinking outside the box. We always we always are, Mike. You know a- that. April 21st. I already have it on my calendar. That's it. You should be there. Right. Just another reason the Gwinnett Chamber is one of the best. And uh, Vince, thank you so much. You bet. All right. Vince Silva with the uh, the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. Again, our thanks to, to the Chris's today. Uh, Chris Mixon with Synovus and uh, Chris Santa and Melissa Martin with Atomic Wash for joining us here on Member Spotlight. This is the Gwinnett Chamber's monthly radio show on Business Radio X. And we hope you join us every time. If you missed the live broadcast, you can go anytime to Business radiox.com select the Gwinnett studio scroll down and you'll see the chamber logo just click on that where it says member spotlight and you'll be able to listen to this show or any of our previous shows here on business radio x for trey our producer i'm mike and we'll see you next time right here on member spotlight mm-hmm.